What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Got a very special edition version of 34 Questions. Reaching out to the Philippines, uh, to my uncle, Romarico Gomez, a.k.a. Tito Omai. How you doing, Tito Omai? I'm good, John. John, uh, thank you for inviting me. No problem. Oh, feel free to call me uh, Jama or or Jan, however you feel comfortable. Uh, it, it's no problem. But uh, yeah, th- thank you for joining me. Um, I know we got a little bit of a different difference in time, um, so I appreciate you making time to, to come onto the show. Uh, and, you know, for, for you to be open and share your story. Definitely appreciate it. I do. Thank you. No problem. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with the show, we do a few intro questions to set the tone. Uh, have a little icebreaker for you. Uh, feel free to participate. Feel free not to. It's all good. Uh, and then we get into the main portion of the interview where you get to choose a number between 1 and 34. And we kind of flow through the conversation that way. And at the end, we have some concluding questions. Sound good to you, Titoma? Yep. Sounds good. All right. So, my very first question for you is, how have you been? It's been a pretty crazy year. I don't think we've got to check in. Um, you doing well? Uh, you Are you going through it? How have you been, Tito Omar? Uh, I'm, I'm doing good in terms of work. We're okay. Company is still there. Uh, in, in terms of uh, family, it's a blessing because we are all together. We are safe and sound. Um... Pretty much okay. How um how has this year been been for you? Has it been challenging? Have you been able to find some positives out of it? How, how have you, how's this year been for you? Yeah, it's been a challenging year for us, uh, especially during the pandemic. Uh, we were not able to do what we used to do before. Uh, the kids are staying at home, uh, studying from home. We ourselves are also doing work from home scenarios. So we miss going out. But the blessing on that one, the positive side on that one, is that we are together, we are safe, we are okay. Nobody has been uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. But, but uh, forward-looking, uh, we are uh, accepting what it is. We are uh, challenged by the situation, and at the same time, we are adapting to the situation. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, I'm glad that you could see the positive, as well as you know, dealing with <laughs> the negative reality sometimes. But yeah, my second question for you is. What would you like your descendants to know about you? So, you know, you're thinking five generations down the road and they want to know about their great-great-great-great-uncle, great-great-great-great-grandfather. What would you like them to know about you, Tito Omar? Well, uh, I'd like them to think about me uh, as a strong man who never quits. An iron man, maybe. An iron man. For sure, for sure. And uh, probably an engineer. So to put it into words, an iron man and an engineer. Okay. I think that, that sums it all. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I ever got to ask you, but what, what inspired you to get into engineering? Oh, when I was in high school, uh, uh, I, I was uh, inclined to do some uh, engineering works or mathematical solutions, mathematical mathematical situations. I was good at mathematics. So when I graduated in high school, I pursued engineering. At first, I did not know what course I will do. I was thinking of electronics, mechanical, electrical. And when I have my grades in the first two years in college, my grades in chemistry are okay. So I said, oh, I'm gonna take up uh, chemical engineering. Oh wow! So, so you went to chemical because it was like the hardest one, or no? Because my I'm doing well in chemistry. Oh okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So you were just kind of drawn to it after mm-hmm. that. Um, what inspired you to be an Iron Man? Um, because in Iron Man, it will test your mind. It will test your perseverance, your patience. 
So uh, at first, I, I, I'm not comfortable of doing the swimming in an open area, in an open sea. Much more doing long rides, long bike rides, taking eight hours a day. So I'm not comfortable in doing that. But when I realize that people are doing it, I was inspired by them. Uh, and to add, at first when I had my accident, I, I had a broken left femur. My left knee was repaired. I thought I was not able to walk again. I thought I was not able to run again. So doing the uh, three disciplines of Ironman, which I feared the most, long, long rides, long swims, and running, I really thought I cannot do that. So it inspired me to know myself even more. It mm. inspired me to accept what I can do and challenge myself, push myself to the limit. So that's my inspiration. It's anything, anything is possible in Ironman. You you mentioned an accident. I don't think I know know that story. Do you mind sharing like what happened? Yeah. So um, I was a fresh grad back in 1992. Uh, we were in the province in Pampanga. So my buddies and I were drinking, and I was strumming the guitar. We had some fun. I, I, I was recently graduated from from college, and we drank too much. And then on our way back, we were riding the motorcycle. And a passenger jeepney accidentally hit us. So yeah. it uh, broke my uh, left leg, my left femur, and my and my uh, knee was repaired. They put a, uh, a cast on that one, an iron support. And after two years, we removed that. Two years? It took two years? Yes, wow. it took two years. And it was uh, uh, your... <laughs> you said it was your femur? Your... I, I know that's the one that you're not supposed like like that's one of the worst ones you could break right like yeah that's yeah. A, that's the longest bone and the strongest bone yeah yeah um how, how did how, how did you feel like when when it happened were, were you scared or were you kind of like oh that let's go we, we have to keep moving we have to get to the hospital or, or was it like some shock I yeah so but my friends in uh in the province brought me to the hospital. Um, I passed out, I passed out. I woke up and my mother's telling me, uh, you're gonna be operated, we're gonna fix your leg. And then I woke up again, the operation was done. Wow, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid and I know I could not walk again. I thought I could not walk again. And, and having that accident in, in, in me, so I, I pity my mother when, when I saw her just crying. So it was my fault. I, uh, I, I crossed the line and it happened to me. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad your ears, he's still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and healthy. Uh, it was just you on the bike or were you riding with anybody else? Like I was riding with my friend, the, the owner of the bike. Oh wow! Was your friend okay, or no? Uh, he he had a uh, uh, bruises in his neck. Mm -hmm. So, but, but now he's okay. Oh, okay, okay, for sure. Th th thank you for for sharing, Tito Omar. That's a story I I haven't heard the first mm -hmm. time. <laughs> and my third question for you is: How would you like to be honored? If I was gonna tell myself today, I'm gonna honor Tito Omai in some kind of act, some kind of way. What could I do in my day to honor you? Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, just 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 an appreciation of what I do, like uh, caring for for the family, caring for my siblings and family. I, I think that's it. I, I, I'm a simple person uh, appreciating the things that I do. That would be okay with me. For sure. For sure. And my last question for you is, how well do you know yourself? Uh, if it's hard to put into words, you could just do a scale from 1 to 10. Okay. Uh, I know myself pretty well. I, I'll give it a 10. Uh, maybe because of my experience in life. 
maybe because of my uh, training in triathlons before, pushing myself into the limit, uh, knowing right now I know when to stop and when to push. Gotcha. Uh, I had I had the uh, experience of uh, finishing college, going to the board exam, doing the studies. So those those lessons in life uh, I can cherish and uh, and cascade to my children, teach my children that hard work and perseverance uh, will bring good in life. For sure. Uh, so we've made it to the icebreaker portion. Um, which is the one word spelling bee. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. It is going to be an English word because much Tagalog isn't that strong. Uh, but yeah, are you open to it? Would you like to participate? Yeah. Or Yes, I'm game. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so let me know if you've already heard this word on the show before. Uh, I have, I have to, I've been using the same one because just to stay consistent. But the, your word is epilepsy. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to spell it. Yeah, epilepsy, like the medical okay. condition. <laughs> okay, epilepsy. E P I L P E. Oh, sorry, epilepsy. E P I L E P C Y. Epilepsy. You have one more chance, it's on my epilepsy you were close you only had one letter that you need to change epilepsy so that's epilepsy e-p-i l-e-p z-y <laughs> I don't know oh so I believe you said c-y and uh-huh. z-y it's s-y at the end oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh man, I'm, I'm not good at medical terms. No, no worries, no worries. Why not X plus Y plus Z? <laughs> it's for engineers. It's okay. No, no, I should have, uh, I should have done uh, an equation. Maybe, maybe that would have been better for you. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So thank you for participating, though. Um, you know. You're most welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it has to be a little bit challenging, and. Um, I've been using, I don't know if you heard the other words I've used in other episodes. I think it was liaison and committee and guarantee. Those were the other two that I used or three. And my dad was telling me, oh, you need to use medical terms because that, that's, that's, that's the one that people get wrong or like, you know, have a hard time with. So <laughs> you can thank my dad for that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tito Amai, we made it to the main portion of the interview. Wait, when you start choosing numbers between 1 and 34, uh, what's your first number? I'll go with 9. 9. What does self-love mean to you? Okay, uh, self-love means self-respect, self-understanding, and self-acceptance. You accept what you have. What does it mean when someone respects themselves? Like, how, how could you tell if if you're going to see someone and be like, okay, you know, I can tell that that person respects themselves. When he does not hurt himself or when he does not uh, do something that could harm him or harm her, uh, just... Treat your body well. Mm. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Um, go ahead and th- throw me another number. Uh, number 30. 30. What, what is your movie title for, for your life? You know, if you're going to give a title to your, to your life, what, what, would you, what would be the name? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, could be... Uh, Mission Impossible, maybe. Mission Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is Mission that? Impo- yeah. Mission Impossible because uh, they work as a team. That's one. And then their missions are out of this world. They're di- difficult. There's a, also a touch of uh, 
romance and laughter, funny scenes. So it's it's all in there. It's all in there. And like a... uh, including the action, of course. Yeah. I like the <laughs> and, and and the conversations, the changing of the face and everything. The deceiving. It also has politics. I think it's all there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it one, it's a great movie franchise, and it's it, like you're saying, it's all balanced. Like you had a little mm-hmm. bit of everything in your life, right? Or am mm-hmm. I co- correct in assuming that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's correct. For sure, for sure. Uh, do you have a, a favorite, I guess, movie yourself besides uh, Mission Impossible? Like what's what's the kind what's the movie that you either rewatch or yeah let's start with there is there a movie yeah. that you continue to just look back on? Um, not that much, but I like uh, documentaries mm. and science fictions. What's the what's the latest documentary that you've seen? I've seen it in Netflix. The uh, the Soviets, <laughs> the Soviets, uh, the, the, direct, the health director of the Soviet uh, has been putting um, some anomalies in the test for the steroids. Forget the title, just watch it yesterday. But, but it's about a doctor in the Soviet. Okay, okay, for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll try to look for that. It's on Netflix, you said? It's, it's on Netflix, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, don't throw me another number. Uh, about uh, 21? 21. Um, what was something you supported early? Like it could be a person, it could be a company. Um, you know that, let's say you, you were using Google before Google became Google. So but in, in your life, what is something that you became a fan of? Or you started using before it became a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's more on work uh, related for this one. So okay. uh, I, I started using our own products. Uh, the one that we put, the, the one that we produced, it's A1. So I started uh, uh, buying our own products, the lotions <laughs> and uh, deodorants, and then I, I buy these same products and give them to friends in the holiday season. So it's like uh, uh, patronizing your own to grow your own. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You you invested in yourself. Um, yeah. I definitely know that feeling. <laughs> but, uh... the, the, the reason why I did that is, is because I believe in, in our products and I, I believe in, in, in in the quality of the products that we sell. So I supported that one uh, in the beginning of my career in in manufacturing. So mm-hmm. I supported the, the products, yeah. And, and you had worked on the products that came out? Yeah, uh, the first, my first job was actually in processing where we process the lotions, the mascaras, so we do that uh, beginning of my career. And and you've been with Avon for 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 how long? For twenty six years now. Twenty six years. Your, was it your first job out of college, or were you doing anything else? I consider it as my first job. I had two before, but uh, just short stints. So for sure. Avon is really my first job. Considering first job. What um. What, what what was your biggest challenge while working in 26 years? It's I don't know, Tito Omar, here in America, uh, it, it's always harder, I think, in my generation to stick with co- one company, you know? We, we always think that the next job is going to be better or that they're going to treat us more fairly. Um, so what were some of the challenges you had to go through uh, sticking to one company for 26 years? Uh, of course, the uh, changing of the guards, the changing of the uh, senior leaders of the company, that's a challenge. Uh, and then if, if sales is bad, that's also a challenge because we are affected. But we stick to it. Uh, we 
we believe in, in the new leaders that are coming. We believe in the transformation plans, uh, the open up strategy of the company. We believe in those one. So I'm still here because I still believe we are doing good for not only for, for my family but also to the many representatives of the company as well. The evil lady who sells our product. For sure. It brings brings food on the table for them. No doubt, no doubt. Um, thank you for sharing. Now those are some great stories. Uh, throw me another number. Twenty-five. Uh, Twenty-five. What is one thing on your bucket list? Oh, this is an adventure. Okay, go <laughs> for it. Go for it. One of my uh, one of the list in my bucket list is to go to Dubai. And meet my uh, niece and nephews because they're in Dubai, and 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 jump, <laughs> skydive. Oh, skydive! <laughs> in Dubai. Oh wow! So that's that's one of the bucket list. For sure. Yeah. Have you, have you ever skydive or be your first time? No, it will be my first time. Yeah, it's on it's on my bucket list too. Um, <laughs> but what what about it? are you interested in doing because you know skydiving is not for everybody everybody you know so what, what draws you to skydive so i just would like to see how it feels when you're up there and then when you're going down to look at the the view to look at the environment from above i'd like to experience that one for sure and uh would, would it be your first time in abu dhabi if you no, it, or, it oh my bad, my, Dubai. Dubai, no. yeah. So no. it will be my second in Dubai, if in case. Okay, for sure. Um, and you had seen your niece and nephew before, or would it be first time seeing them? No, I, I always see them. They come home. Uh, they always come home okay. once a year. So we see we see we see them often. How, how big is your family, Tita Omai? Like, you know, I, I only know you from Tita Gigi's side, so how, how big is your family? So, uh, we are a family. I have uh, three siblings, all girls. Oh, wow. Uh, but, <laughs> but they're all married right now. So, uh, I think we are about 11 or 12. I, I, I lost count. But not that big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how would you describe, you know, being the only, only boy uh, grow, growing up with uh, three women? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they look up to me as their model because I'm the only son. Mm. And uh, of course, uh, uh, I'll try to be a role model to them uh, because uh, all my sisters are uh, in Pampanga. I was the one separated at young age. I studied in Baguio. Um, so I got separated at early age. It made me a strong person being separated from them. I, I do it on my own. I became independent. So growing up without them um, uh, treats me as uh, a lucky man. Lucky because uh, even if I'm away, I know that they're there. And if I come back, we see each other and they're still there. I got you. Yeah, family's always there, right? Uh, when did you like leave the family to go to school? I didn't know that either. Uh, so we are living in Pampanga. Pampanga is close to Bataan. Uh, right after graduation in high school, uh, so I decided to go to Baguio. And Pampanga to Baguio during that time is about six or seven hours drive. Wow. <laughs> so I, I seldom go home. Probably only twice a year. I go home twice a year during breaks. And picking up engineering, it took me five years to finish that one. So I got separated for five years. And then you came, you came back home afterwards. Yeah, came back home. Yeah. Wow. Okay, for sure. Um, did your did any of your sisters kind of follow in your footsteps, or they they did different route career routes? 
No, they got married early. <laughs> the eldest uh, got married at 18. The second also at 18. But the youngest, uh, Jacqueline, she graduated uh, college uh, after me. So okay. the first two, uh, they got uh, married early. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, shout out to Oma's family. I don't know if I've ever met them before. <laughs> But uh, sending love to you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. If you don't mind. I'll go with uh, 18. 18. How would you rank the, the these four things, right? You're going to do one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. How would you rank happiness, love, money, and respect? What's your first one? And I could repeat it to you if you forget. Uh, it's okay. I got that. So, it's number one is love. Number two is happiness. Number three is respect. And number four is money. Okay. So, yeah, so go ahead. For me, not if you have love, you have all the three. And then if you are in love, of course, you'll be happy yeah. <laughs> uh, respect respect for me comes before love so you have to love even your family or yourself your neighbors or whatever and then you get you have respect if you show love money is the last one because uh i, I don't know um, maybe I, i'm not really concerned on money uh, when i was young i was looking for money but when i was earning already uh, it's just a part of your uh, day-to-day life. It will go. It will come and go. I know. What um, what would you say makes you happy? Happy because uh, I achieve my dreams. Okay? I'm able to do what I want to do, and I'm at peace with myself and my family. It makes me happy. Gotcha. I have no big, I have no big problems uh, that bothers me, that uh, keeps me awake at night. I don't have that one. I, 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 I'm tired of the work, but it keeps me satisfied. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, th- I think I've, I've been learning life is about that perfect balance of a challenge an accomplishment you know because if you accomplish all the time you don't it, it gets a little boring you know uh you don't feel that other side of the challenge where you're overcoming something or you're achieving something but if you have both you know your challenge and then you're achieving uh, it's it's a good uh, it's a good balance uh, that's uh, i'm trying to write find the right word for it but uh I don't, would you say so or would you rather have it Gotcha. And what makes you feel loved? Have you ever heard of uh, love languages? Like I love you, like that? No, so let me, I'm going to look it up and so I could describe it. But a love language is like, they say it's how a person like feels love and gives love. And I'll, when, once I read the, the description, I think you'll understand. So there's five of them. One is words of affirmation. So you you like being told good job and you like telling people good job. Uh, two is acts of service. You know, it's like you like to bring soup when someone's sick and, or um, you like to receive soup when you're sick. Uh, the, the other one is receiving gifts. You know, if someone gives you a very thoughtful gift and you, you give thoughtful gifts. The, the fourth one is quality time where maybe you're not doing anything maybe you're not even talking but because uh, someone is there with you you feel like you're loved and then the fifth one is physical touch you know some people want hugs you know just just to feel secure and so out of those five which ones do you think you you uh you respond to most okay so the the one that says you're doing a good job that's one Mm. for me because you're being appreciated on, on the things that you do. Uh, your hard work is being recognized. And then uh, I forgot number three. I think number three is also. The receiving gifts? 
the one. No, 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 no not that, that one. Probably four. I don't know. Four. What's that four? Number four was quality time. Yeah. Um, quality time. At, 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 yes, at, at our age, we <laughs> 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 really need quality time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I have no idea what it's like to be a parent, but I, I imagine, you know, uh, that's one of the key thing, key parts of the parent to child relationship is a uh, quality time for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, normally I say the same for me and my folks, because uh, growing up with them, uh, I don't think, you know. Us just being in the same house or being in the same room, watching the same show—that was kind of our way of like, you know, spending time together. And even now, we kind of stuck stuck with it with the same uh, same method. Uh, but that's that's how I was raised. That's how I kind of learned to feel love. So that, that's how I uh, give it out too. And yeah, words of affirmation, Tito Omai. Let me tell you, you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number, Tito Mai. Okay, we'll go with 10. 10. I'm too young to blank. It's a fill in the blank. So, I'm too young to blank. Hmm. I don't want to die. I'm too young to. I'm too. Oh. I'm too young to to stop. I don't know. The first word that comes to mind. I'm too young to stop. I feel like I need to do something. <laughs> I need to continue whatever I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I, I guess I I, can, I cannot stop. What's that? What's the next thing for you then? Would you say? Is it? Oh. Yeah. So, go for it. So uh, after this, no, I'm planning to retire. Probably, I'm going to retire, retire early, and then do the things that uh, I did, I did, I did do before, like uh, go to places that I want to go, and worry about nothing, worry about not being called at work. So I'm looking forward to this one, John. Because, uh, uh, as I, I said, no, I'm, I'm 26 years in the service. I'm, I'm 50, 15 years old. I'd like to retire early and spend the rest of, of my years <laughs> doing yeah. the things that most that I want. Okay. Are you going to be traveling or are you going to be staying in the Philippines? I think I'll be staying in the Philippines and travel the Philippines. Nice, yeah. Even, even. I mean, that's. I think that's gonna take you a long time too, right? Because there's a lot of things to do in the Philippines. Yes. Uh, for sure, for sure. The the flip side to this question is, I'm too old to blank. I had asked you, I'm too young to. Now, how would you answer? I'm too old to blank. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I'm too old to. to to keep doing what I do, like, <laughs> like uh, uh, waking up early mm. and, and look at the computer and look at the emails. So I believe in the next one or two years, uh, I, I cannot do this anymore. I'm thinking probably I'll do I'll do something else. Not not on the corporate side anymore. Uh, but more on on uh, another dimension of my life, maybe uh, doing what I really want. For sure, for sure, yeah. The happiness, you know, and I gotta start prioritizing that. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number, Ditamai. I'll go with five. <laughs> five. What was some like? really good advice that you received while you were young that uh that you feel like you kind of carried with you yeah okay i think that's a good question uh i was i was working already i was working already and uh, the advice came from my mom from my mother so she she, she said that uh, 
in order for you to succeed, she said that uh, you have to love your job. Maybe that's the reason why I'm still here. Because uh, I remember my mom saying that you must love your job. I carried that, I carried that for, for a long time. Even during the uh, low points of my career in the company, I still go back to that one. You, you love your job. Hmm. You... What, what kind of, like, balance would you say there is when someone is trying to find that love for a job? Because, you know, people, people fall into jobs a lot of the time. Um, some people end up loving what they do, but I think, at least out here in America, not everybody loves what they do. So what, what kind of, I guess, if you have any words of wisdom for us folks who, who may not enjoy what we're doing, um, how do we find what we love to do? So you have, you have to accept uh, what's in the table so you don't ask for more. You need to be contented. Acceptance is the key. So if you keep on looking, uh, you may not have the time to find what you are looking. So the the blessing is there. It's right in front. It's right in front of you. So you just have to accept. I know it's not enough, but you have to deal with it, and then it'll make you happy. I got you. It's just a changing that perspective, right? Instead of think, seeing it as a, an obstacle or a challenge, you kind of want to accept it like as a gift or mm-hmm. as a blessing. I got you. Um, go ahead and throw me another number. Uh, 24. 24. Uh, what could you be better at personally for you? What is something you want to improve on for yourself? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably, probably my writing. Your writing. I'm not, I'm not good at writing, but I'm good at uh, solving problems. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I need to improve my writing. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever uh, write write a book? You don't want? I'd like to. I love to. Uh, yeah, I, I think I can write a book about life, about lessons, about inspirations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> well, so we have Mission Impossible as a title of your of your movie. What's, what's the title of your book? Uh, title of the book would be... Probably just an inspiration. An inspiration. Just an inspiration. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, go ahead and uh, throw me the number. I'll go with 26. 26. What will you be doing for life? For like for the rest of your life, what's going to be something that you're always con- going to be continuing to do? Probably... Uh, looking at the kids, looking looking at my children, uh, as long as I live, I'm going to look after them. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, let me ask you something. Did did anything change when you became a father, like in your personality? Or, you know, the way you were kind of living your life from before being a father to, you know, becoming a father for the first time. Oh, yes, of course. Definitely. The responsibility is bigger and your outlook in life is different when you are single. Because once you have children, they become part of your life. And you want them to go to a direction that you want. But as they grow, they become mature. Uh, you have, you instill in them that the, 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 the discipline uh, that you taught them, 
and as you see them growing, uh, you, you see yourself in them. If you are successful, then you see you see they are successful also. Um, t- do you mind me asking what do you see uh, in your daughters that are from you? Oh, they're good at school. All three of them. They're they're very talented and intelligent people. Uh, they, yeah, they're loving and intelligent. So uh, I I I saw in them the patience, the attitude of never giving up, mm. and uh, the perseverance. Yeah. For sure. They put, sure. they put, they put the study first before anything else. So I'm very, I'm very proud of them. Gotcha. Um, and then, <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, sorry, I had something in my throat. It's but okay. Shout out to <laughs> your daughters. I hope they're they're watching. I hope you guys are doing well. Hopefully, you guys come on to the show eventually too. Um, go ahead, Tito. Oh, my, tell me another number. I'll go with thirty-two. Uh, thirty-two. What what are kids today missing out on? The what, what's something in your childhood that you wish you could kind of like, you know, give back to the kids? But now it's you know the times are different. So yeah. what are they missing out on? Well, the the. the uh, the playing, the playing outside when we are when we were <laughs> kids, we go out and play. Uh, they don't have that right, right now. And when when we were kids, we know everybody in the neighborhood. Like we don't we know them personally. Now because of the technology, uh, they <laughs> they don't know the kids nearby, but they know the kids very far from the place because of <laughs> technology. So I think it will be nice if, if they can sometimes go out, uh, have, have some talk with, with, with the neighbors, but uh, right now because of the pandemic, they, they cannot do that. Eh? No? Right. But when, when we were young, we were, we were at the streets, four o'clock in the afternoon, playing, no, they don't have that one. Was there uh, any particular childhood game that you enjoyed playing outside? It's Tago uh, Taguan. <laughs> hide and seek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know Patintero and I heard of that. What's uh, Patintero again? Patintero is the you, you, you draw a line and then you cross the line. If someone touches you, then you're out. Oh, okay. So, so there's one person on the other side, and you're trying yeah. to run or across. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. That's I got you. And there's another one, right? You you mentioned another yeah, the, one. The, the tumbang preso. Uh, that's that? the uh, small can in the middle. You hit it with your slippers. <laughs> you hit it, <laughs> and then you can you can get your slipper back. Okay. Yeah, I think I I, uh, I remember seeing a video of kids playing that. Um, yeah. For sure. Uh, just a heads up, Tito Omai. We have about 10, 15 minutes left in the podcast. I uh, just want to thank you again for your time. Uh, thank you for sharing your stories. And, uh, you know, I hope you're having fun. It's been fun for yeah. me. So. <laughs> of course. Go ahead and uh, throw me another number. Yes. Let's go, go, oh, yeah. go for it. Let's go for 20. 20? 20. 20. Um, what is your one wish? You know, if you could have one wish, what, what, what would that be? Is it an impossible wish? <laughs> A normal wish? Well, why not both? Give me something that you feel like is impossible, and then you can give me something that that's normal. All right. So the impossible would be uh, maybe a dinner with with my parents <laughs> would be nice. Wow. Yeah. And 
the normal wish would be uh, seeing my children uh, having their families of their own. Gotcha. So for uh, you, you had mentioned how your daughters are like you. How would you say you're you you're like your parents? Um, um, my dad is a risk taker. He's a risk taker. So I got my risk uh, from my dad. But uh, I know I am also a risk taker. But right now, <clears throat> sorry, I'm calculating the risk. So before I do that, whatever it is, excuse me for a while. You're fine. You're fine. I can't, I, I calculate the risk before I take it. Okay. So on my mother's side, I think I got the uh, human touch, human nature from mm. a from a parent because she's a woman, you know. Uh, I got the soft side of her and I carried it with me. It makes me soft but strong. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. I'll, I'll go with 17. 17. What's the best compliment you've ever received? You know, for, for you. Who? Yeah. So, uh, just a tap in the back and my boss says that you've done a good job. So I, I like that uh, compliment. Because in our company, <laughs> you seldom hear those words. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of work, but when, when you you hit the target, the numbers, uh, the one that we're trying to hit, and if you hit that, uh, you get tap at the back. Uh, good job, well done. So that's okay. That's fine. That that's a big deal for me. For sure. Um, is that what would you say it is th that you love about your job? Is it the problem solving or? Uh... It's a combination of both: problem solving, uh, providing for my family, right? And then, of course, the uh, the help that we give to the to the representatives of the company, the even lady, because it also brings food in the table and uh, we also have some uh, we support uh, what you call that the the ventures the the goals of the company like uh, environmental goals mm, like yeah. we do not use plastic anymore we do not do animal testing anymore so combine all, all of that uh, it really makes me happy. For sure. For sure. Um, go ahead and throw me another number. Uh, how about 12? 12. 12. Have you ever had a want to get away moment? Basically, some, something happened. It's basically like a, an embarrassment. Do you have any embarrassing stories? <laughs> No, not uh, not embarrassment, but just to relax. I, I once uh, rode with my friends here, so I, I have a motorbike. Uh, I just want to go to the beach, so mm. we ride there two hours ride out and back, uh, just to enjoy. So yeah. that's my uh, go out moment. <laughs> moment. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I want to ask about your your Ironman stuff. Uh, how long did you train for that? Like, how many years were you were you doing the Ironman for? So uh, it took me. Uh, let uh, wait. Let let me put some context in it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, first, you have to be mentally ready, and after that, you have to be physically ready. So the mental pre mental uh, prepared, preparedness, uh, it took me about two years. To think that, can you do that? Will you do this? Will you spend time in training? So that, that's two years. 
and then for the physical training it took me one year so when i went to to your place yeah. i was ready i was ready mentally two years back wow i got you and then, and then the physical training uh that's one year so but before you started competing you you kind of prepared yourself for three years or did yeah. were you competing during, during the same time like that first year of mentally training were, were you already competing or did you want to wait till you felt like you're you were 100 ready i was competing but at short distances only because the full iron man it, it's a long distance uh, event um, before that i went to uh, do some uh, competitions a short distance competitions but there are three disciplines uh each discipline i did that uh to gauge myself if, if i can like for example the swim is 3.8 kilometers uh, I, I went uh, in a competition just the swim I, i'll see if, if i can do the swim for 3.8 kilometers separately so for the bike it's 180 kilometers and then for the run it's a marathon of 42 kilometers hey, yeah yeah so I, I did the training and competition uh, separately for the three disciplines and then when i when i compete for the triathlon it's shorter like a half of the full ironman like in ironman you do 140.3 miles total combined uh, we also have the half ironman which is the 70.3 miles gotcha and that, that's how you started off with before you did yep. the full one maybe i did uh four or five half ironmans before i finally decided that i'll do the full ironman wow and, yeah. and, and, if I, and if i do the full ironman it's gonna be in the states because during that time there's no full iron man in in the philippines there's gotcha. none you have to travel to be certified as an iron man wow wow well you did it right you officially <laughs> became an iron man <laughs> I, i became an iron man in the philippines but uh, when i was in in us uh the event got cancelled you know i remember i remember uh, i think i was ready at that time i was ready to finish it but unfortunately because of the uh, circumstances it was cancelled and yeah. i said maybe some other time yeah yeah no doubt you know one of my uh i guess one of my dreams is eventually competing for the senior olympics <laughs> uh, you know maybe my the, the younger uh stage I, I i never got to it but who knows um, I'm, i'm trying to stay fit so <laughs> i can yeah. i can try to qualify one day i still don't yeah. know what what event but that, that's my dream as i get older <laughs> um give me one last number before we get into the, the last part all right um lucky nine lucky nine i think you started with nine to be honest uh, oh because nine is the birth my birth month it's september I got so you. i'll go with eight eight when was the last time you cried and why let me postpone a moment yeah yeah think think about it. take your time And with my best friend. I can't remember anymore. I can't remember. For sure, for sure. Okay. Or if you But can't remember, remember, go ahead. No, pro- probably when my mom died. Mm. When my mom died, I-, I cried. Because growing up, my father used to tell me that you should not cry. You're the man in the family. He always tells me that no one cries if you're a man. And so yeah. growing up, I put that in my mind. I don't cry. <laughs> I tell Layla, I tell my children, 
No one cries. Do not cry. I tell them, that's the word. That's the words of my father. Uh, he told me when I was young, you should not cry. You're the man of God. So, uh, I practiced that. I did that. I absorbed that one. And then, uh, there will come a point, point in your, in your life that uh, you, you will give up. <laughs> Seeing my mother not with us anymore, yeah, that that made me cry. For sure. They, they thank you for opening up about that, Tomar. I know. I mean, for me too. My my dad, he would. Uh, <laughs> it's like you know, I I'm getting, I'm getting, um, I'm getting whooped by him or whatever, spanked, and then he tells me not to cry, and then that just makes me cry even more. <laughs> And it never helps. Uh, but I, I think that today's generation, I think that's a little, changing a little bit. Um, I feel like there's more acceptance and people are saying, oh, you should, you should cry. Uh, but for me, even now, like the only time I really cry is when I watch a movie that there's like some kind of scene that's really intense. That's when I like, I'll take a deep breath. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wipe my wipe my eye you know <laughs> uh, but yeah like that's the only time i feel comfortable because i if i'm in front of somebody it's like you know i'm i'm, I'm holding back i'm not i'm not letting <laughs> letting those tears fall but yeah i definitely understand um, all right Tito Omai, we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast i only have a few more questions for you uh this this one question is from my previous guest so jay jay sanchez thank you for this question uh, he he wants to ask how would you like to influence someone in your family you know how would you like to inspire them mm-hmm. um by doing the right things you'll be able to inspire them uh, being disciplined in what you do Staying focused. Uh, those are the qualities that I have in me that I show my children. A discipline, focus, humility also. Humility. Uh, being a role model. So those are the things that uh, makes me happy and inspires my family, my children, including my family in, in Papanga and also in Kainta. Kainta. Yeah. For sure. Um, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned in your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, love and being loved. Uh, respect. Because uh, for respect, uh, you earn that. That's not given. Mm-hmm. And love, respect, I'll, I'll put in the patience and humility. So those are the qualities, the virtues, uh, my lessons in life that I still keep until now. Gotcha. And my last question for you, Tita Omai, is what, what would you like to ask the next guest on the podcast? What question do you have for them? Okay, so uh, maybe you can ask him uh, how can you how can you change the world? That uh, how how can you contribute in changing the world? Like, uh, is it it's not going to be safe because of the uh, pandemic what can you contribute in in making people safe I guess I guess, <laughs> I guess that's it so uh, l- l- let me rephrase it mm-hmm. what can you contribute uh, in changing the world to make it a better place safe place I got you Tito Mar. yeah I just had to type it out I just had to type it yeah. out but uh, for sure, I'll definitely send that over to the next person. Um, 
Well, we reached the end, Tito Omai. Uh, just want to thank you again for your time. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun getting to know you better. And I'm glad we were able to have a conversation like this. I don't think throughout my life, we, I don't think we've ever talked like this. So thank you for coming on and, for, and giving me the opportunity. Thank you for everybody out there watching. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know Tito Omai or Omarico Gomez better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you have any anybody you want to shout out or... No, no, no pressure. You don't have to. It's always hard because you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave anybody out. There's so many people to to thank and shout out. <laughs> of course, I'd like to shout out to my man, Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and my happy, Onet. You guys uh, be safe and fun. Always, always it on my. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out a good way to to end the podcast. I don't have my signature yet. But it's coming. <laughs>